let's get down to business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get. Oh, I make money moves. You can't see me, my time is now, 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 now. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of the Massive Joe's Show podcast. Fitness times business. My name is Joseph Mansell, CEO of Massive Joe's. I am your host, and I'm joined in this episode 17 by my accomplice. Accomplice is better than Confederate. <laughs> Massive Joe's general manager, Steve Mills. Hello. You're going back to back. Got your back for two in a row, mate. You know what it's like? What's that? 96.97. It is. It is. Jordan 96.97, as a matter of fact. Man, I am pumped for this episode of the Massive Joe Show because this, uh, we, we pretty much knew what we were going to talk about in this episode 17. As soon as we finished recording episode 16. Well, I think after episode 16, we came up with about three different topics we wanted to discuss that sort of, uh, sort of, yeah, really was tied in very closely to episode 16. So if you haven't watched uh, episode 16, haven't mm. listened to episode 16, mm. give that a listen because it will tie in nicely with this episode as well. So. You should, pr- Yeah, you should probably uh, definitely listen to that episode before you proceed any further with this episode 17. The topic of discussion for this episode 17 is going to be what you do when nobody is watching. What you do when nobody is watching. <laughs> oh, shit the bad. And for those of you who, you know, if this is, well, uh, we just told you to go back and listen to episode 16. But I know a bunch of you motherfuckers aren't going to listen. You're just going to keep listening to this one. So if this is your first experience of the Massive Joe Show podcast, a little bit of framework for you guys. The theme of the podcast is fitness times business. So what we like to do is we like to pick a topic. That topic for this episode is what you do when nobody's watching. And talk about it in the realm of fitness first. And then talk about it in the realm of business slash career progression. And then tie it all together for you guys. Uncover what we uncover in this episode and give you some practical advice on how to self-develop both in the both both in fitness and in business because we know that you know some people listen to us for fitness content, some people consume our content for business and career progression. But both of them tie into self-development. So that's what we're about. Yeah. So let's get started, Neve. What you do when nobody is watching and how that applies to fitness. And in particular, your fit your health and fitness journey, reaching particular fitness goals, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. I think the main thing, obviously, clearly that uh, ties into health and fitness, as I said, obviously what you do and no, one, no one's watching exactly that, is is to reach your greater fitness goal. Everyone does have a fitness goal, whether that's to lose weight, increase muscle mass, get stronger. Mm-hmm. It's easy to go in and put an hour in the gym or, or do whatever that may be on Instagram, posting your sets, your working sets. Mm-hmm. But what are you doing outside of that to help you reach that greater goal or greater target. Mm. Fitness is very easy to, as I just said, to go in the gym and train for an hour, but what are you doing with the other 23 hours of the day mm-hmm. is is when no one's there to keep you accountable. When when you're not there in the gym with me, mm-hmm. pushing me, helping me with my heavy sets, what am I doing the other 23 hours of the day? When I'm at home and I get home and there's nothing in the fridge, am I driving to Macca's and getting Macca's on the way home? Cheating on your diet. Cheating on your diet. 
and and but it also goes for for every aspect and that's as far you can give that many different possibilities in terms of like weight loss like are you waking up and doing your morning cardio or or are you doing those extra sets if if it's a 10 p.m session and the gym's empty mm. are you pushing those extra reps when you're on your own is really going that extra mile and yeah as i mean yeah that's what we're getting at is are you doing those things or are you just doing it when people are watching what you're doing and you know what, man, it, it really comes down to accountability and how accountability plays out when there's a third party involved mm. and when there's no third party involved and it's just you, yourself and yourself, you, yourself and your mind. But what does it come down to though? Here's a question for you. I, that's what I'm telling you. There's accountability, down, but, what, but what, yeah. what, what, what drives the accountability though? Is it motivation? Think, is it motivation or is it? I, no. And I think that, 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 and I'm happy you asked the question because I think that there is a difference in drive depending on whether there's a third party holding you accountable or depending mm. on whether you're holding yourself accountable. I think when there's a third party holding you accountable, right? So let's say, for example, you are uh, on a fat loss journey, okay? And you're with people who know you're on a fat loss journey and perhaps you go out to dinner mm. and you know that people know that you're on a fat loss journey. Mm. So you're going to, you know, order the, the, your steak cooked without butter or you're not going to, you know, you're going to order the light choices. You're going to eat the foods that are going to keep you on track for your fat loss goals when there's other people around, mm. right? When you're in the gym, for example, and you're, uh, you've got your training partner there or you've got someone, someone who knows what your goals are, mm. you are gonna tr you're going to train hard. You're going to get those reps. You're going to do your cardio. You're going to do all that shit when there's that third-party accountability. Mm. And I think the driver for that is probably ego, to be honest. I mean, obviously, you wake up when, you, when, when you're in prep yeah. is you do have a end goal. Yeah. So you wake up and do your 45 minutes of Stairmaster mm -hmm. or an hour on the when there's no devil's one there. staircase when there's no one there. So you're yeah. doing those things when no one's watching. Correct. Is that because you have an end driver of a competition though? Is it because you've got something to work towards? Absolutely. Or is it- Yeah, the, the goal has to be there. Oh, there's no motivator at all. Exactly. So I mean, that ties back to then, is it, is it motivation? Mm. Is it self-motivation? What do you do when most people, nine, nine out of 10 people in the gym don't have that, mm -hmm. that goal, mm -hmm. such as a competition, really to hold themselves accountable? Okay. So do you think is the fact that people have to create a goal or end goal to help better themselves in that regard then? I think that there has to be a goal. Mm. Absolutely. Regardless, but but at the same time, man, like I see, I see a lot of people who have a competition as an end goal, mm. who still fucking slack off when there's no one around, <laughs> who still cheat on their diet when there's no one there to watch them, and you can tell by when they step on stage and they're mm. not in shape, they're not in condition. Yeah. So I think the goal kind of goes without saying, mm. right? That's that's the whole point of a fitness journey is having yeah. that goal. What yeah. I'm trying to dig into is why it's so much more difficult to hold yourself accountable. Mm when there's nobody watching compared to holding yourself accountable to a third party when there is somebody there with you at dinner who knows that you can't cheat on your diet or there's someone there with you in the gym who knows that you can't slack off those extra reps or who knows that you have to do your post-workout cardio because mm. that's part of your plan. Mm. It's a different level of accountability. Mm. And I see all the time 
people not holding themselves accountable mm. when there's nobody watching. Mm. Well, I don't see it because I'm not there. I'm not mm. watching. But you can see the end result mm. between somebody who is able to hold themselves accountable when no one's watching and somebody who is not able to. Mm. Well, I think it comes down to laziness. I don't think so. I think that's a cop out. I don't think so. I think that's the, that's the vanilla answer. You don't do it because you're lazy. Yeah, okay, cool. But why? That's what I mean. Why though? Well, if, if I'm meant to get up at 5.30 in the morning mm-hmm. to get to the gym by six, yep. to do my 45 minutes of cardio, yep. or if I'm currently doing a powerlifting program and I train each night, but in the morning, I'm going to use that for my recovery or stability mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go to the gym, go down to my infrared sauna, stretch in the sauna, mm-hmm. put the recovery boots on, put the, the muscle twitch machines on my quads because yep. I've got tight hip flexors. Yep. But I want to sleep in and get an extra hour of sleep because it's a little bit cold out there. It's cold outside the blankets. Mm-hmm. Why? Now you're getting to the juice. <laughs> but why? Now you're getting to the juice. Because, because it is a big thing. I mean, yeah. the thing is, if you count, a big thing I do is count three, two, one, mm-hmm. and get out of bed. Yeah. If you've got a countdown, you're fucking not going <laughs> to. Everything works with everything. Put a little bit of time urgency on that bit. Everything works with a countdown. You yeah. try to do something. And yeah. go three, two, one in your head and not fucking do it. You can't do it. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what I do. Is I'll count down from three, two, one. Yeah. Throw my legs out, throw the blanket off. You're sitting up. Mm-hmm. You're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Even though it's dark and cold. But you're not just there like, oh, I'll get up in five minutes. Yeah. Snooze, snooze, snooze. And you never get up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is it, why, why are people not getting out of bed then to go do this? Is it? Okay. So, I think. Like, because a lot of people, there's a lot of single people in the world. Yeah. Or a lot of people who your partner or significant other has gone to work for the day or. There's no third party accountability. There's no third party accountability. Yeah. So, for those people that don't, don't have whatever reason and, and yeah. can't and are going to try and use the cop out, mm-hmm. let's say laziness is a cop out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, well, I don't have that person there, Joe, in the morning, my wife, I don't have a wife or I don't have a partner mm-hmm. or I don't have Someone to hold me accountable. So, so what are you going to say to them then? I'm going to say we need to figure out why you're not able to hold yourself accountable. Mm. And this is what I think it comes down to because I have given this a lot of thought, mainly in applying it to my own health and fitness goals. Because let's be completely honest – What this comes down to is making promises to yourself that you keep. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. When there's no third-party accountability, it's you, yourself, and your mind. You make a promise to yourself that you're going to get up out of bed and do 45 minutes cardio, or you're not going to cheat on your diet for the week, or you're going to push every working set to failure, or whatever the promises are. And then it plays out, and you either keep those promises to yourself or you don't keep those promises to yourself. And to be completely transparent, even when I'm in contest prep, the first, you know, I usually prep for 20 weeks. The first four, five, six weeks, and I've said this many times in videos before, is about setting the habits. Mm. Because those for that first month, I do it. I make promises to myself that I don't keep. Mm. I fucking sleep through, I I hit the snooze and I miss my cardio. Mm. I cheat on my diet during the week. Mm. I make the promises and I don't keep them because I know that a big driver of that is actually the habits and the routines that you have in place. Mm. You can't flip the switch and go from someone who has habitually broken promises to themselves Mm. to keeping every single promise they keep to themselves. Mm. It's a process, Mm. right? It's a slow process. So I start a contest prep 
and I give myself the first four or six weeks and I go, okay, this first week, I'm going to make sure that I get all of my cardio sessions in. That's the promise. Next week, I'm going to build on that. I'm going to make sure I don't cheat on my diet once. Mm. That's the promise. The next week, I'm going to make sure I take every working set to failure. Mm. These are just examples, but this is how it plays out. So I'm building bit by bit the habits and the routines that allow me to keep the promises to myself. Mm. I'm, I, I like to call it, I like to call it stacking wins, mm. effectively stacking wins of promises to myself. And I think that there's a little bit of that plays in, right? Because if you're in the habit of keeping promises to yourself that you break habitually, mm. Mm. that is, that's a habit. That's a routine. You can't just flick the switch and change it. Mm. So you need to firstly be aware that if you are in that habit and most people are, let's not get it twisted. Most people are. It's going to take time. It's going to be incremental. You're going to have to start with small little promises, start stacking those wins to the point where you know that if you make yourself a promise, and this is going to take a long time to get to this point, but the end goal with this is if you make a promise to yourself, it is, there is no way, it's impossible for you to break it. It's impossible. That's where you need to get to. The other thing is the promises need to be important to you. Mm. Which means if you have, let's continue with the hypothetical fat loss journey, mm. fat loss goal. If you have a fat loss goal, that fat loss goal needs to be important to you. Mm. So you need to dig a little bit deeper into your own motivation and go, why do I want to pursue this goal? So I mean, when people get to a crossroad in the day, which mm. everyone does numerous times that you mm -hmm. just said that the food is one big thing. Mm -hmm. um, all right. We got, we got a team meeting here at Massive Joe's on, on a Thursday night. Yeah. Gets to five o'clock. Oh, it's bad dinner. My stomach trumbling. Yep. You're at the crossroad and Millie's just organized 10 pizzas. Yep. You look at them, they're fucking delicious and they smell great. <laughs> but you know, though, I did, uh, I'm not going to eat something until Saturday night or mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. And you've got your chicken and broccoli. You need to go to the kitchen and, 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 and make a smoothie. Yep. So when you're at that crossroad of like, fuck, mm -hmm. it's, it's arm distance away. Mm -hmm. Or let's say at night last night, I'm laying on the couch and mm -hmm. Australia's playing Pakistan in the World Cup. Mm -hmm. But I know I need to go do my half hour of foam rolling and stretching. Yeah. But I can't do it there because on tiles, so I have to go to the bedroom away from the TV on the carpet, and, yep. which is fucking annoying me. But <laughs> yep. the thing is, is I know, but because I've been sitting in the car for four hours and next mm -hmm. time squat day comes around, I'm going to have a shit session because I'm so tired. So it's something I need to do. Yep. But I want to see what's happening because David Warner's on 98. <laughs> like, it's those kind of things. And these like, are real life situations. These are real life situations. I but know, the things I that come, but, but like, that, like that thing last night was something that yep. happened. Yep. The pizza thing happened last Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Just like I said before, you're a little bit tired. You, you had a late night. You didn't get to bed till 12.30. Yep. But you need to get up at six o'clock to go to recovery. Yep. And you've, your alarm's gone off. It's like, fuck her. Oh, in one side of your head, you say, oh, Steve, get an extra hour and a half sleep because sleep's going to do more for you in terms of recovery and you're going to function better at work and you're going to recover a bit more and you're not going to have lack of sleep. But mm -hmm. then you've got the other road, which is, well, if I go to the gym early and work on my recovery or, or recovery boots or go and do my cardio. Mm -hmm. So when you're at that crossroad and it's not that because it is things that are both things because it's not like you don't want one or the other of those two things mm -hmm. you want the pizza mm -hmm. but you want the healthy body 
Mm-hmm. You want to watch the cricket to see if David Warner gets 100, but you also need a stretch and you want to stretch and feel better for your next session. Mm-hmm. You want to sleep and get a little bit more recovery because you don't want to be shit for the day, but you also want to go to the gym and do the extra yards. Yep. So when you're at that crossroad, how do you decide or, or what 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 are you using when you've got two things? It's not that you what you want more because it's hard to decide for a lot of people. Mm-hmm is, all right, well, it's just a pizza or, or it's just an extra hour of sleep. Or it's just one session I'm missing. Yep. Or it's just one stretch session. I'll do I'll do an hour tomorrow night. True. Sure. Which a lot of people's cop-outs. They'll try to double up the next day mm-hmm. or try and do an extra 30 minutes of cardio at night. Mm-hmm. It never happens. Mm-hmm. They'll say, I'll, I didn't do 30, I'll do 30 minutes post-workout mm-hmm. tonight. It fucking never happens. But even if it does happen, yeah. the fact that you've broken a promise to yourself yeah. outweighs any makeup so what that do you, you're going to do. So what do. do you think, though, when, when people are at these crossroads yep. of, of, which happened numerous, and I've just said two that off the top of my head or yep. three off the top of my head, three off the top of my head that have happened this week to me alone in the last seven days, mm-hmm. is how, how do you make that decision? Or how do you... Because when you're there laying in bed, and you've just said it before, you're laying in bed and it's 6 a.m. and it's 12 degrees and you hear the thunder outside, mm-hmm. the much easier option is just to lay in bed yep. and get up out of the cold and fucking be cold yep. and all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier just to reach out and eat that pizza. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you determine yourself of, of what road you're going to take? I think the first step is having absolute clarity of your motivation, mm. right? So use the fat loss example. Why is this important to me? And actually being able to answer that question with complete clarity. Not that, you know, I just want to lose a few few kilos. Well, fucking why do you want to lose a few kilos? Why is that important to you? Is it because you want to live a little bit longer to have more time with your kids? Is it so that you can go to the park and play with your your kids, you know, children motivation. Is it because you want to look better to it? If you, you don't, you, you're single, right? You want to look a little bit better to attract a partner. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know what it is, mm. but the first step is having absolute clarity as to why that particular goal is important to you. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if you have that clarity, then when it becomes, well, you know, the pizza's right there and I really can't be bothered going and making my shake or heating up my meal in the microwave or whatever it is, it's very easy to define what's more important. I feel like the reason why people can't define it is because they don't have clarity around it. They don't know why the fat loss goal is important to them. They don't know why the foam rolling is important to them. They don't know why sticking to the diet is an important piece of the puzzle. So the first part is having clarity. So then when when it comes to making that decision, it's very easy to define which option is more important. That's step number one. I feel like the second step is this awareness of building the habit and the routine of keeping promises to yourself. And understanding how important that is. Understanding that, yeah, okay, I can cheat on my diet and I can have this pizza, but that's okay because tomorrow I'll just drop my calories by 500 and it'll all work out. Mm. Yeah, okay, cool. It might work out, absolutely, in terms of you know that two-day period. But you've broken a promise to yourself. Mm. So you have sparked the habit of justifying breaking promises to yourself. Mm. And that is really fucking important. Mm. 
because that habit's going to go in one of two directions. It, that habit is, it's binary. It's black or it's white. You either keep promises to yourself or you break them. Mm. There's no half keeping promises. There's no justifying not keeping a promise. You either kept the fucking promise or you broke the fucking promise. Mm. That's it. And you need to be on the side of keeping the promise mm. because that then builds. That's where you start stacking those wins. That's where it starts to build. You keep one promise, you keep another promise. You keep the third promise, you keep the fourth promise, you keep the fifth promise. And it becomes habit and routine to the point where I've made this promise to myself. I am the sort of person with the type of discipline and integrity where I keep promises to myself because I built the habit and the routine and therefore, that combined with the clarity of my motivation, I'm not touching that pizza. Mm. I don't give a fuck. Mm. I'm going and doing my foam rolling. I don't care if Warner makes a fucking century or not. Mm. I can watch the highlights later. Mm. It's more important to me. Mm. I feel like that's how you do it. Mm. So really, it's, it's really having a clear idea of your end goal. You have to. You have to have clarity. clarity man, clarity is so... It's so many things that we then, talk about. And then when you get to... Well, visualizing the end goal. Yeah, absolutely, because visualization is a, is, is a, is mm. a big part of clarity. You can't visualize if you don't have clarity. Mm. If, you, if you're just trying to lose a few pounds, you can't visualize losing a few pounds. You need to visualize exactly what that body looks like. You need to have clarity around what that goal looks like. I think that's the issue. And I was talking to someone about this today, actually. Yeah. Is I don't think people realize how big a part visualization mm -hmm. has on every aspect of life. Mm -hmm. If you ask me any question, mm -hmm. I can visualize what my future will look like mm -hmm. in any aspect of my life. Yep. And, and it's something I've done for a long time. Yeah. It's been a setback almost in some regards. And I've spoken to you about this before mm -hmm. and my dad's brought it up to me. My dad's noticed it is I visualize things and I get myself not down, but I get hard, like hard on myself or, mm -hmm. or down on my angry at myself that I'm not at those levels I'm visualizing yet, sure. which is patience. And that's where I have to, which is, which is I've done over the last couple of years mm -hmm. is really drop back to that patience and then looking at the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. But I think definitely visualization and trying to figure out where you want to be and where you want to go helps you in all aspects. Mm -hmm. Because as you said before, if your end goal is this body or this, uh, you standing on Olympia stage with the trophy held above your head, or you standing in first place in a powerlifting competition, mm -hmm. or you winning the Brownlow medal in AFL, mm -hmm. whatever those different goals may be that you can visualize yourself in the future, mm -hmm. I think that's a major turning point and a major deciding point for when you do come to those crossroads and the pizza's there or you're laying in bed and then you remember that and go and visualize. And as you said, well, fuck, is this next step? Is this going to put me a step closer towards my end goal or my end visualization goal? Mm -hmm. Or is it going to take me one step back? Exactly. And I think that that's what everyone needs to do is whenever you take each step, no matter what you do in your life, and this is something that I've been big on in the last year or so, mm -hmm. is my next decision I'm about to make or the ne next action I'm about to make, mm -hmm. is that going to put me closer towards my end goal or further away from my end goal? And if it's taking me further away from my end goal, I don't do it. I walk away from it. It's black and it's white, man. Mm. So there's no, there's no, I wrote a post about this on Instagram last week. Uh, and the, the title of the post was stay the fuck away from gray mm. because so many people play in the gray, yeah. which is 
like so much of what we do when it comes to self-development and when it comes to achieving particular goals, whether it's fitness or business or personal life or whatever the fuck, Mm. it's black and white. It either is going to help you achieve a particular goal or it is not. Mm. But so many of us, and I'm guilty of this as well, Mm. spend so much time playing in the gray. Mm. And the gray, what I'm talking about when I say the gray is the bit between the black and the white Mm. where we know that something, a particular action is going to help us take a step forward towards that goal, Mm. but we downplay it Mm. because it's difficult most of the time. Or we know that a certain action is going to take us one step back Mm. from achieving that goal, Mm. but we upplay it Mm. because it's easy. Mm. So we start this self-justification process of, playing in the gray. Mm. So it's not black and white anymore. It's like, yeah, okay, I understand that, but I can justify not doing it because of blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Or I know this is actually, you know, taking me away from reaching that goal, but I can justify doing it because blah, 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 blah. Whatever the fuck the justification is, it doesn't matter. It's binary. It's Mm. black or it's white. Stay the fuck away from gray. Mm. So I just want to bring this, this is slightly transitioning over to business, but it can yeah. be leading the fitness. And it's just an example. Yeah. Like the person I was talking to today, we're talking about uh, something that had happened that wasn't going their way yeah. or something hadn't worked out the way that they planned. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, no worries. That's fine. Just leave that over there for a second. I want you to think two years ahead into the future. Mm-hmm. And where do you see, not your life, but where do you see your business life? Yeah. Where are you working from? Yep. Where are you training from? What are you doing to earn a living? Mm-hmm. Those kind of questions. I was like, what do you visualize? Close your eyes. Where do you see two years future self? Yeah. They told me, you haven't even fucking mentioned what you're worrying about right now. Yeah. It's, it's completely a different, why are you worrying about this path yeah. when you should be focusing on this path? And it's a thing that, that visualization helps in just so many ways. And this yeah. is slightly off topic of what you're doing when nobody's watching. No, it's perfectly on topic. But, but if if it's not leading to his visualization goals of, of where you want to be, the business is a fitness is a health is a relationships, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. If it's not leading directly towards that visualization, if it's not helping you those steps to get to where you want to be, if you're not moving in one step at a time towards that goal, yeah. then why are you worrying about this over this side here? Yeah. It's a complete waste of resources mm. in terms of time, effort, energy. Yeah. All of the above. But you're spending all your time worrying about this product over here, yeah. but over here is where you need to be focusing on putting your energy. And as you just said, that's where you need to be putting your time, resources, where you need to be making those steps when you're coming yeah. to these crossroads. Because it's black or white. Of working, all right, do I take <laughs> the left route to where I'm worrying about or do I take the right route towards where I want myself to end up in the future? Yeah. So it's exactly the same, as we've just said, is when you're laying in bed mm. and you're worrying about, all right, it's cold. So one side, one down one path is it's cold outside. I'm going to stay in bed for an extra hour. Mm. The right-hand side is stretch and mobility, which is going to lead to a bigger squat, which is my goal of being a powerlifting. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck, it's simple. I take the step towards achieving my end goal. You take, it's black or white. Which is visualizing your but goal. So, it's, but so many people, just to kind of hash out this, stop, stay the fuck away from the gray concept, mm. so many people will justify the pressing the snooze button because it helps with recovery. Yeah. Or some bullshit like that. Mm. I didn't sleep well. Yeah. So I'm going to justify this step backwards. Mm. It's quite clearly a step backwards, right? Mm. It's, it's a step in the wrong direction. But you justify it because it helps with recovery or you're going to get that extra hour of sleep that's going to help you train better. Yeah. It does, the justification is always bullshit. Mm. It's you have 
not kept a promise to yourself. You've broken a promise to yourself. And that is far more important than any justification that you can come up with that's going to help with mm. recovery or your training session or getting that extra sleep or whatever the fuck the justification is. It doesn't matter because at that point, not only have you taken a step backwards away from the goal, but you've also taken a step backwards in terms of keeping promises to yourself mm. and building the habit and the routine around that. Mm. Exactly. I want to flip the switch. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about business. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about business in the sense of people who run their own business. And I want to talk about career development in the sense of people who don't run their own business, but work for a different business. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about this concept of what you do when nobody's watching Mm. and how that plays out in a business sense, Mm. because it's slightly less clear with fitness. Mm. You know, fitness is the simple shit, right? No one's there, you cheat on your diet, you're fucked. No one's at the gym, you skip your cardio, you press the snooze button when no one's there, hold you accountable, you're fucked. Business is slightly different because the way that business is usually set up is there is most of the time somebody there to hold you accountable, Hmm. you know. But I think the thing that, that, all right, swap your fitness goals. And I think that the way that business has is business deadlines is one thing that that a lot of businesses do have mm-hmm. deadlines mm-hmm. Um, that people need to meet. KPIs. And KPIs that people need to meet. And management structures where if you step out of line, I mean, a good business is going to have some sort of management structure using KPIs and deadlines mm. and whatever else they decide to use that somebody is going to be there to pull you back in line. Mm. So let's get a... I don't want to talk about that. Mm. Because that's third-party accountability. That's what you do when someone is watching. Mm. I want to talk about what you do when nobody is watching. Mm. I think a lot of it comes back to having that greater goal. And, and I mean, there's so many different layers to this. Yeah, I know. It's like a fucking onion. I mean, one thing as well is, is having that end goal of where you want to end up in that company where you want to end up in that company or business or where you want your business to end up in the future. So Mm -hmm. having that visualization of, all right, do I see myself? I'm currently uh, a checkout ticket calls, but do I want to get to a service manager? Do I want to get to the grocery manager? Do I want to become 2IC store manager? Do I want to become store manager? Do I want to become area manager? Mm -hmm. So those progressions throughout the years, obviously they don't happen overnight. And for a lot of people having that, that checkout chick, they probably can't see themselves being the area manager for, for certain stores. Okay. So let me drill down here because I, I this is where I, I want to take this conversation. And to be honest, because I'm somebody who runs their own business mm-hmm. and I have done so for fucking, what, four, almost 15 years now. Yeah. I'm interested for me personally mm. about how this plays out from an employee perspective. Mm. What is the difference between somebody who does achieve that career progression Mm. and somebody who doesn't? I think a big thing is being in part of a business where you can actually see a future or moving up the ranks. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what is the best thing to be a a motivation factor Mm -hmm. is once again, having that motivation Mm -hmm. and having that goal of, of progression and and moving through, through the ranks Mm -hmm. from an employee point of view and, and being, uh, in numerous 
uh, different companies in numerous fields is yeah. if you don't feel like there's anywhere for you to go mm -hmm. is when you start thinking, well, why really am I going to be putting in extra work? Why okay. am I going to come back to those extra hours? Okay. Why am I going to bust my ass to do this? I mean, obviously you've got KPIs and stuff. And if those, depending on what your business is, if those KPIs are quite easily achievable, mm -hmm. it's all right, well, really what what happens here mm. like a lot of business like let's say let's say fire brigade mm -hmm. fire brigade's known quite a lot of times that the only way you get into the fire brigade is if somebody dies mm -hmm. as bad as that is mm -hmm. a or lot of tires or it tires yeah. pretty much yeah. but even still then <laughs> it's fucking hard to get into no one's retiring yeah let's be honest. exactly exactly <laughs> so stuff like that is um i mean obviously they, they love their job as well and mm. it's a bit of a different scenario but if, if they don't really see themselves progressing because everyone above them just never fucking retires and mm. never leaves because they enjoy it and it's easy or cruisy or whatever it may be. They enjoy what they do. Yeah. Then really, why are you going to put in that extra time or why are you going to put in those extra hours Yeah. or, or why are you going to help out around the place? Yeah. Same as massive Joe's, let's just say, I mean, I guess let's put myself in, in my position now yeah. is I'm as high as I'm going to go mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. Unless I don't, the the thing is, unless I do a shit job, mm -hmm. I'm going to get fired. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, I can't go higher in my position. Mm -hmm. So for me, I guess the the things that are there are pay rises, opportunity, business opportunities, perhaps mm -hmm. is, is those other opportunities that you sort of need to look at. But that's where visualization comes in. Mm -hmm. is, is seeing all right, well, what what where can I go? Where do I see myself within the company? So how does this play into? Because I have an answer from a business owner's perspective. Mm -hmm. How does this play into what you do when nobody is watching? Well, seeing where you want to go and be within that company yeah. and where you want to get to yeah. and putting those things in place to say, all right, am I going above and beyond? Mm -hmm. Am I reaching my KPIs? Mm -hmm. Am I doing what's asked of me? Mm -hmm. So when you do have your performance reviews, you can't give them a reason to say you've been, you haven't done X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Um, I think in a lot of positions, it, it's very difficult if people, A, don't like their business yep. or job, mm -hmm. sorry, don't like their job, yep. they're not going to put in the time yep. or they're not going to do those extra hours because, A, simply they just don't really like it. It's just a paycheck. Mm -hmm. So I'm not talking about those kind of things. I'm talking about something that people do enjoy, but for whatever reason, there's just no career progression. And mm -hmm. it's happened to so many different companies is there's no career progression. Mm -hmm. So I think as an employee's point of view, if you're the 18-year-old and there's 10 people ahead of you, yeah. is really how are you going to get ahead of... How are you going to separate yourself How are you going to separate from yourself from, from John who's been there for seven years yeah. and you've been there for six months? Yeah. You enjoy it, but you're not going to get to above John mm. by just doing your job day to day because everyone does a great job. All right. If you're not, then you're going to get fired. So everyone's at least doing their jobs, mm. but really how do you separate yourself mm. and, and what are you doing to, to stand out from them? And I think from, so from my perspective, this is, this plays out quite easily mm. and with the insight that you've kind of given me from an employee's perspective, it's what you're doing when nobody is holding you accountable for doing or not doing it. Mm. So, the way that, that we have the structure of Massive Joe set up, which has, as most companies would, is there's management structures and there's managers and those managers manage, manage people and those people have KPIs. And that's the structure upon which this is what you are employed to do. Okay. And if you don't do it, there's going to be consequences and you may no longer have a job. But within that structure, that is 
when somebody is watching. That is the accountability, right? So that that is that situation where what are you doing when someone is watching? What are you doing when you're being held accountable against your KPIs, when your manager is holding you accountable for doing and not doing things? Mm. So where this plays in is where an employee goes outside of that accountability structure Mm. and takes things upon themselves and uses their own initiative Mm. to go and pursue things when there is no accountability structure Mm. because they can see that it's taking either the business a a step further towards the business goals Mm. or it's taking themselves a step towards their career progression goals and where they want to end up in the company. Mm. It's a step forward Mm. when there is no accountability to support that. Mm. And I think that situation that you just gave, that example you just gave, that is the possibility where somebody can leapfrog Mm. 10, 20, 30, 100 other people Mm. because of what they're doing when nobody is watching, Mm. of what they're doing when there is no accountability structure there to force them to do it, Mm. of the promises, once again, that they're keeping to themselves to advance their own personal career or to advance the business. That's where, as a business owner, I can see very, I can see black, and once again, I can see very clearly the employees that do that and the employees that just operate within that accountability structure when someone is watching. But how often does that happen in business? This is a question to you though. How often does that happen? Rarely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I can't think of one situation in my head that I can think of. Yeah. Off the top of my head, at Massive Joe's, obviously you yeah. have small things, yeah. such as are you putting your hands up to come and trains? Yeah. Um, what, what do you? That's the thing, though. Is, is in in all businesses, though, mm-hmm. not too many people do those extra things to to make. And them that's sick. why it's so easy to leapfrog all these motherfuckers. Mm. Seriously, like, like if you're literally if you're an employee at the moment and you are interested in career development, which you fucking should be. Or is he just wasting your life? Mm. And you're interested in advancing within the business that you're in. We're literally giving you on a silver platter how to do it. Because <laughs> we're just saying it happens rarely. I can count on one hand mm. the number of times in 15 years that it's happened mm. through hundreds of fucking employees that have been through this business. I can mm. count on one hand. Mm. So if you're, this is, this is literally on a silver platter, the blueprint of how to advance your career, go and do things outside of the accountability structure that are going to advance the business or advance your position and your development within the business. Because people will take notice because it's so rare. You never fucking see it. A lot of things that, um, uh, that we see and that I see in particular is, when we hit, for example, other companies up to be a part of something or, or sponsorship, for example, yeah. and they say, yeah, no worries, I'll see if I can get one of the guys to shoot down there. Yeah. The day comes up and the owner's rocked up yeah. because they couldn't get anyone to come and do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does, it obviously happened at Massive Joe's to begin with because obviously it was it was really, the business was in its infinite stage mm-hmm. and all the, the CrossFit comps we used to go to and strongman comps we used to go to and yep. do all those kind of taste testings and yep. stuff. I mean, there's an example. Mm-hmm. A lot of other businesses though, when we ask them to come do a coffee cart, mm-hmm. they can never find anyone to do it. Yeah. Nobody wants to do it. Yeah. They don't, it's a Saturday. Yeah. Like even with the gym and stuff is trying to get equipment installed or whatever it may be is like, yeah. no, nah, they're going to have to come back Monday morning yeah. because they don't want to work over the weekend. Mm-hmm. 
Well, why? Why don't they want to work out the weekend? They, just because it's Saturday and Sunday, two magical days in the week, they fucking can't fucking get out of bed a little bit earlier mm-hmm. and go to work. Mm-hmm. From an employee's point of view, if I had somebody say, yeah, look, no worries, I'm willing to pick these shifts up. I'm willing mm-hmm. to come down and, and, all right, tell me where you need me. Tell me where you want me. Yeah, I can use a bit of extra cash, whatever it may yeah. be. Mm-hmm. Whatever your reasoning may be for doing it, mm-hmm. whether it is extra money, whether it is to create because you want to be the head barista, I don't fucking know what what, what you want to do, yeah. but is using your end goals and finding out, all right, well, what can I do to get under the nose of my boss or mm-hmm. employer? And what show- can I do to separate myself from the competition, which so- are all the other employees in the business? Hmm. But that's the thing. I mean, there's probably, there's probably two uh, things that are really, really popping out mm. is, and it's hard in, in some businesses because- the decisions are made on much higher levels. Mm-hmm. But obviously one thing is putting your hand up to be a simple one is just be putting your hand up and, and offering to help out where available. Mm-hmm. I mean, Massive Joe's obviously is up. We have a lot of different things we do. IFBB mm-hmm. shows, common trains, mm-hmm. supplement samplings. You and I are going to a powerlifting meet on Saturday. Yeah. Those kind of things is, is people just putting their hands up. Do you guys need help? Yeah. When's the last time that happened? <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. That's what I mean. Um, one hand man the other thing is really is is sort of as you said is is using your own initiative when really i mean it's, it's one thing to use initiative and and just go do something for the sake of doing it yep um i mean if you i'm just trying to think of an example here like if if you go and like we've got the messages TMJ apparel for example, mm-hmm. and if somebody just randomly rocks up with fucking fifty different apparel designs, mm-hmm. I mean it's kind of like well, why the fuck did you do that? Yeah, so that's one thing that like all right, well that's not really. It's like if you're working at Supre and you go to your store manager and say, oh I designed all these new clothes for you, so it's great. Well, fuck, it's not really going to lead you anywhere. Like mm-hmm. so, I was really trying to figure out of right how can you take initiative on. And actually helping out. Let's go back to Supre, for example. And by initiative, stuff we mean is like going in and if um, an order comes in, unpacking, merchandising, rearranging the store without your boss telling you what to do. Exactly. Those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Without having to say, oh, look, Steve, we just got a new order in. Can you go unpack the protein on the shelves? Is before that's done, have it checked off. Mm-hmm. Walk in, the floors are mopped. Mm-hmm. You got there half hour early. The, the floors are mopped. You've unpacked the order. You've rearranged the bay to make everything fit. You've merchandised it. New hats are in. We've got new, a new apparel line in. You've taken the clothes off the dummies. You've put them on. Your banking's done Monday morning every week. Those kind of things, which are setting yourself, the things that everyone has to do. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is you're doing it without being asked to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing that I think a lot of people don't do is just using that initiative. Instead, they'll go say, what do you want me to do now? And that's a big thing when I was landscaping, for example, yeah. is a lot of people say, Steve, what do I do now? It's like, yeah. mate, how many fucking lawns have we laid? Yeah. You know what the steps are. Yeah. Dig the trenches, put the irrigation in, level the ground out, level it out with the actual lawn level. It's leveler. almost like they want somebody to be watching. They want somebody yeah. to be holding them accountable. That's the thing. And as, from a boss's point of point of view, yeah. and even for myself, when, when I've been doing things, it gets fucking tiresome telling people what to do all the time. <laughs> Micromanaging, mate. That's what it is. And and everyone's been in that situation. Though. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, I've fucking asked you a million times, Joe, what do I do now? Probably. Yeah. But the thing is, obviously, over time, I think I've gotten better at not asking. But the thing is, okay, yeah, there's a time when you need, when you're not sure of what to be doing. Mm-hmm. There's a time when you can just say, oh, fuck, Joe's given me the same answer the last five days in a row. Yeah. Probably on the sixth day, I'm probably still going to do the same fucking things mm-hmm. and go ahead and do it. So let me ask you this question now. We've said that 
it's very rare that you see an employee go and do things outside of the accountability structure mm. to advance the business or advance themselves within the business. Count it on one hand mm. in 15 fucking years. Yeah. What makes somebody do that? What's the driver? So we've said in the, in the fitness space, it's the clarity of the motivation. So in the employee space, what's the driver? What are making those people that I can count on one hand go above and beyond outside of the accountability structure and do the things that they need to do when no one's watching? What's the driver for that? Well, number one, I think it's people's upbringing. This, okay. is, this is off topic. Okay. But people are growing up to be fucking sheep. Through school, okay. you're told what to do. You're told when to eat. Okay. You're told to get your books out. You're told mm -hmm. to write down. You're told to do these questions. You're told to read paragraph 17a. Mm -hmm. Is I think from a very early age is people are conditioned yep. and they're told what to do. Mm -hmm. They're told to be home at five o'clock. You're told to do this. You're told to do your homework. Mm -hmm. Is people aren't, aren't, and this is totally off topic, but people aren't actually learning from a young age to use initiative. Okay. They're not being told how to do things themselves. Which is kind of, you know, and I, and I have in mind the people that are listening to this, mm. right? So that's kind of outside of your control, the way yeah. you've been raised, right? You fucking, you, you're the mm. person that you are. Mm. You can't go back and change mm. things. I'm thinking about the people who are listening to this, who are employees of a particular company, mm. who are interested in career development. I mean, the thing How do they get to this point where they're doing shit when nobody is watching well, to advance themselves? Well, the thing is, is you've, you've, most of these people that have been here have been in a job for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is, is it just still blows my mind, the amount of people that ask what to do now. Yeah. Or what needs to be done now. You know what needs to be done. Yeah. You know the fucking steps that need to get there. Yeah. Just go do it. So where does the drive come from, though? How does someone listening to this who doesn't know how to do this. They don't know how to get outside of the accountability structure because they've been raised that particular way or they're just conditioned to do what they're held accountable by a third party to do. Mm. How do they break out of that and start taking control about what they're doing when there is no accountability structure, what they're doing when then nobody is watching and get into that, that part where they're one of the people who can be counted on one hand mm as somebody who goes above and beyond and can therefore leapfrog 10 other employees, 20 other employees, a hundred other employees to advance their own career. How does, how does that, what, what practical advice can we give? Well, A, it's, it's looking at where you want to be within that business. And I've said okay. it before, but where do you want to be within that business? Yep. Do you want to be a manager? We well, need to start acting like a manager. Mm -hmm. That's the main thing is seeing what you need to be doing. All right. What is my, if you want to be the, national sales manager mm -hmm. at a job or you want to be the grocery manager mm -hmm. what kind of tasks are they doing how do they speak to people is, is okay learning off people mm -hmm. is, is probably the first thing to be doing mm -hmm. because yeah a lot of people will it's it's keeping your eyes open though mm -hmm. that's the thing mm -hmm. is keeping your eyes open and keeping your ears open and actually learning and taking it all in rather than just going through as a mundane lifestyle mm -hmm. like a robot mm -hmm. And that's, I think, what too many people do. And I don't know why they do that. Maybe you have an answer for that. But it's either A, they're just happy and content in their life or what they're doing. Comfortable. They're comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. 
they're happy to rock up. They're mm. happy to go through the steps. They're happy to go through the motions. They don't want to go outside the things. Then you have the other people that rock up to work early. They'll clean. They'll they'll yep. make sure the shop's faced up. Yep. They'll dust. They'll clean. Mm-hmm. They won't leave it till 5.58 when the shop closes, shuts at 6 o'clock and try and do two hours worth of work in 15 minutes because they've been sitting on YouTube all day. Mm-hmm. Is I just think it's having a big goal, a mm-hmm. bigger goal or a driving force of, of where you want to be in the future. Mm-hmm. Some people are happy with their life, man. That's and fine. That's fine. There's no, there's no, there's no problem with that. There's not. But they're probably not listening to this podcast. Yeah. So for these people, that is, is is working out where you want to be in life. Yeah. And figuring out what position you want to hold. Okay. And then, as I said, start making those steps to just same as the fitness. It is though. Mm-hmm. Is all right. I'm sitting at my desk. Mm-hmm. I've got two crossroads. Mm-hmm. I can sit here. I can fucking search Game of Thrones finale once more. I can search John Cena WWE Smackdown 2005 and watch old John Cena videos. <laughs> or on the other hand, I can stand up and walk around the shop and see what's going on. Is, are, the sh- are the shelves dusty? Is yeah. the floor dusty? Yeah. Do I need to do a sock take of the store? Do yeah. I need to check for out-of-date products? Do I need to put new clothes on the mannequin? Yeah. Those kind of things is... is as I've said, is, is everything in life, there's always two choices and there's always every decision you make is, is this decision going to put me further towards my end goal? Mm-hmm. But it happens in every single aspect of life. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, that's where it comes back to you. And that's why I said to you originally with the fitness thing, is it laziness? Yeah. Is the people just fucking lazy? You said that's a cop out, but I think people are just fucking lazy. They don't like working hard. Well, they don't. The reason why I said it's a cop out and it, this exactly similar thing applies to, to um, the employment side of business. The reason why I say it's a cop out is because there's, there's a driver for the laziness. Yeah. Right. People are not just fucking lazy for the sake of being lazy. Most of the time they're lazy because they don't have an underlying motivation. They don't have a driver or they haven't built the habits and the routines of not being lazy. Mm. They're in the routine of being lazy. So if someone's, if someone's at a job that they hate, yeah. What's your advice to them then? Leave. And find something they enjoy. Yes. Mm. That's always my advice. Life is too fucking short, man. Because, I mean, you see that everywhere you go. Every shop you go into. Like, you yeah. go to Foodland, you go yeah. to Coles, you go to fucking yeah. wherever, the hairdresser. Yeah. And you can tell that they're just mopey. They're not mm-hmm. enjoying it. They're comfortable, man. They're not enjoying That's what they do. how most people live their fucking lives. You go through the Macca's drive through yeah. and fucking... Um, they read your order out like mm-hmm. fuck okay monotone no worries like yeah. you can just tell people that want to be there and people that don't want to be there yeah but the thing is is people that are happy about what they want to be there everyone's been to a, a cafe where mm-hmm. you've had someone who serves you who's enthusiastic and asks you how your day is and happy yeah. and cheerful because they enjoy energy. what they're doing yeah. the thing is, is your bosses will see that mm-hmm. and they'll see the people that walk with their fucking shoulders slunched over mm-hmm. and and fucking looks like their pet seagull died because they're fucking dragging their feet around and yeah and then you'll see the happy waiter who's, who's bouncing around and they're going picking up all the fucking, the, the empty plates. So they're picking up the empty coffee mugs and, mm. oh, do you want another coffee? It's things that, that the other, other person isn't doing. The so other maybe, person isn't cleaning up the empty mugs by themselves. They're not asking, oh, do you want anything else while I'm over here? Yeah. Do you need me to bring anything else over? Yeah. Was your meal all right? Was there anything wrong with your meal? Blah, blah, whatever yeah. it is. How was your meal? Yeah. Not just, are you finished with that? Take your plates away. There's a big difference between people that you can tell that enjoy what they're doing, which is going to help you succeed down the in down the track mm-hmm. and help you succeed in future, or people that just hate what they do. So perhaps that's part of the first point that you said that kind of drives the behavior of people who go above and beyond and do things when no one's watching. Mm-hmm. 
is you said the clarity of the journey and the awareness of where you want to go, mm. but perhaps the awareness of actually doing something that you enjoy is, think, is a part that, of that too. But I right? think that comes back to fitness also. It does. In terms of, let's just quickly go back to the weight loss thing. Yeah. Is if people fucking hate walking on a treadmill, yeah. then find something you enjoy. Yeah. Is that hit training? Mm. Is it walking on the stairmaster? The stairmaster. I fucking hate the stairmaster. I'm not going to hop on the stairmaster. <laughs> I fucking hate it. It hurts the my legs. Staircase. It hurts my legs. It burns my calves. Yeah. I'd rather walk my dog outside. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it might take me a little bit longer to burn the same amount of calories or whatever, or maybe yeah. I have to walk a bit faster or whatever. But the thing is, is, is the stairmaster isn't something I enjoy, so mm. I'm not going to do it. Mm. I'll find excuses. I'll mm. find excuses not to do it. I'll mm. find excuses to hit the snooze button, mm-hmm. even if it is lying to myself that I need the recovery. Oh, because I don't enjoy it. I think that comes down to a big aspect in life is thing finding those things that you enjoy and probably the overall aspect in terms of fitness and business yeah. is find things you enjoy. And I think that's a good segue because I, I do also want to touch on with the business perspective because I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast do actually run their own business. And so we haven't spoken about that at all. We've spoken about the employee's perspective. But I think that's a good segue because this this topic of what you do when nobody is watching is effectively what we're talking about here is personal accountability. Mm. And when you are the owner of your own business, by nature of you being the owner of your own business, there is no accountability structure Mm. outside of personal accountability. You can make the argument that you're accountable to your customers, so on and so forth. You're accountable to the market, which absolutely you are. But the key driver is personal accountability. Mm. There's no one above you holding you accountable within a KPI structure. You're the one setting the fucking KPI structure. Mm. There's no manager that's going to micromanage you and make sure that you're doing what you need to do. You are your own manager. Mm. So this concept of what you do when nobody is watching, when you run your own business, nobody is ever watching. Mm. So... There's a couple of things that are important and, you know, if you do run your own business, this is going to be very, very obvious. Hmm. The first point is exactly what you said is you have to enjoy what you do. Hmm. And I then go one step further and I've spoken about this in many podcasts is you have to be truly passionate about what you do. It goes beyond enjoyment. You have to fucking love it. Well, you have to because... If like, for example, as a gym owner and it's nine o'clock at night and you're sitting there and and you're fucking still vacuuming the gym or or mopping the the floors or wiping the mirrors because that's Mm -hmm. when the gym's shut and you're not getting in the way of, 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 uh, members is is that's the thing is at nine o'clock when you're sitting there and you're mopping and you're fucking spending two hours cleaning and you're covered in dust and you're fucking back's hurting because you're mopping, whatever the things may be is to do those things. You really have to love it. You have, you, 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 100%, you have to fucking Sitting there at 11 PM working on a marketing menu or your marketing plan for the month of, for the next month of July is when your wife's laying on couch with the fucking dog or or your your kids or or whatever that may be, watching a movie, eating Mars pods and fucking drinking soft drink or whatever that may be. But yes, it looks comfortable over on that couch. So that's where you really have to be extremely passionate and love what you do Mm. to be able to sit there and say, all right, I'm going to push through and I'm going to put on the two hours needed to, to finish this marketing plan that I need 
before tomorrow because that's when I'm going to yeah. send it off to the graphic designers or yeah. whatever it may be yeah. is is really loving what you do because that's that's the thing is if you've just got a job but the thing is you see businesses failing all the time yeah how did the business get so run down mm -hmm. how did the business get so dirty it starts at the top yeah how have they not always start like how, how is, is that and that's a big thing and I think that's a big sign of when business is going under is just like for one thing it's like cleanliness mm -hmm. yep or you, we've all been to stores or, or, or restaurants that are fucking just dirty. It's like they just don't take pride in their work. Yeah. They don't care for it. And that's the yeah. biggest thing is, is when people, customers start seeing that, customers won't start going there. Mm. And it's really, it starts from the top is, yeah, there's the little things like cleanliness and, and cleaning. And and I think that's the biggest thing for business from a, from a, from an outset point of view mm -hmm. From, you know, from a physical standpoint is people that really love what they're doing and people don't is they take pride in a their job but also be their workplace most definitely and i think that this this and i'm happy that this is kind of the last piece of the puzzle that we're talking about with regards to this topic of what you do when nobody's watching because i feel like the fitness piece the being employee piece but then the business ownership piece i feel like the business ownership piece really is the ultimate expose of these concepts concepts that we've spoken about during this podcast and so when we start with that first one about you know enjoying what you do from a fitness perspective enjoying what you do from an employee perspective when it comes to running your own business you have to fucking love what you do mm. there's no two ways about it it has to be the highest level of passion for what you do, the highest level of enjoyment for what you do, or else you're fucked. I mean, already because, like I said, nobody is ever watching. The personal accountability is the only accountability. There is no third party accountability when you are the last line of defense, mm. when you are ultimately accountable for everything. There's no one else. Now, I think, I think business owners are starting from a different level yes than what employees are starting at a hundred percent that's why i'm saying it's the ultimate yeah. expose of everything that we're talking about so almost if you take what we're about to talk about in the next mm. 10 minutes from a business owner's perspective mm. and work backwards to mm. the point where you're kind of like okay i can do that yeah that's kind of the that's kind of the process that mm. you need to have i mean the thing is 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 every business owner yeah at least from the onset yeah. will have motivation yep because you have been you have, you have to take that single step to go and apply for an ABN, to Correct. register a business name, to create a logo, to create a business name. A business name is the fucking probably first step most a lot of people will do is you've already been motivated to go and, all right, I'm going to start my own business now yeah. and start those kind of things, yeah. which is already a step further than a lot of employees who are happy just yeah. doing their day-to-day -day jobs and yeah. not really want to be progress, those kind of yeah. things. So let's go to step two yeah. now. Yeah, so they're already motivated. Yeah. Most of them will already have a goal. Yeah. Because when you start a business, you, you know what you want to do, right? My goal okay. is to be Australia's number one sports supplement re retailer. And you spoke about in both fitness and business thus far, you've spoken about the clarity of that mm. goal. So, so I think that the big thing is... And the vision is what you said. But I think that that's probably the biggest thing, I think, because I think every business owner mm. will have motivation from the onset. Yes. So I think the two key things for a successful business owner yep. is continually focusing and reminding yourself on the goal mm -hmm. and be maintaining that motivation. Mm -hmm. I think that maintaining that motivation mm -hmm. is probably the harder of the two for a lot of business owners. Mm -hmm. How do you be as 
as energetic as uh, as as energetic as as wanting to show up and, and get things done as doing the things when you don't when nobody's watching mm -hmm. when you're in year four or year five mm -hmm. and you've had a 50 percent decline in sales yep. is how do you keep that motivation high you go to the next level so your levels thus far are clarity of your goals mm. right and then the level deeper than that is the visualization mm. and actually knowing what it looks like mm. the next level is knowing what it feels like mm. I think that in order to run a successful business, you need to not just have clarity around your goals and know exactly what they are, mm. not just be able to visualize and know what it looks like, but actually be so fucking invested in it that you know what it feels like. You can actually feel it in your stomach, mm. how things are going to play out. Mm. You are so clear. You have so much clarity. You have such a clear vision that you actually know emotionally and physically what it feels like when you end up where you're trying to end up. Mm. So once again, it's that expose. You kind of, you have to, you, that's the extreme. Mm. That's like when you get to a point where you know what it fucking feels like to hit that number of sales per month, or you know what it feels like to open that that 50th retail store, whatever the fuck the goals are, it doesn't matter, but mm. you actually know what it feels like. Mm. That is what is going to help drive that motivation through mm. no matter what. What about the other aspect of feeling what it's like to fail? Or 100%. Feeling, or feeling what it's like. It goes both ways. When, when you haven't got a single order that day. It goes both ways. But I think that's a big thing as well is, yeah, when you feel that and then it comes mm -hmm. back to why are you doing this? Yep. What are your goals? Why your and why? That's why that fucking passion is so important, man. That's why that love is so important. If you are not fully invested in it, if it's something you like or something you enjoy, when it comes to running your own business, that's not enough. Because that's the that's the thing is when you're a business owner is yeah. a lot of these things like not getting a single sale that day. You're the last line of defense. Mm -hmm. Now you're not getting any money in to pay the business mm -hmm. expenses, mm -hmm. your purse expenses. Comes out of your pocket, man. Your wife and kids, how are you feeding yep. them this week? How are yep. you giving money to the bank for your home loan? Mm -hmm. All these little things. In fact, you could, you could list a fucking mile long of things that are there, whereas yep. people as an employee, yep. well, it's not, it doesn't really matter too much. All right, we've had a bad day. That's right. Fuck, we'll come back tomorrow. Let's work on it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your employer business owner mm -hmm. is the one that has to wear that. But as an employee, that's the thing is, is there's no real, I mean, there's, there's, all those things aren't in place. The mm -hmm. feeling isn't really in place. Yeah, I think that's a big difference as well mm -hmm. is, yeah, obviously they can feel great when they've hit a KPI, but it's, I think it's different and it's a lot more, um, that's when autopilot's taken off. Yeah is when you're hitting those feelings. Well, because the, consequ the consequences is not, Far greater, not as dire. But the consequences, yeah. oh, yeah. You're yeah. the last on defense. As I said, you're the goalkeeper. Yeah. And, and and that's the massive difference is, yeah, if, if things are going wrong or if mm. things are going well mm -hmm. or if your kids aren't being... And that's where it comes back to why are you doing this? What mm -hmm. are your goals? Are mm -hmm. your goals to provide for your family? Mm -hmm. If that's one thing, then that should be motivation enough for most people to succeed. Mm -hmm. You've got people... Relying on relying you. Relying on you. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously people have those those arty farty fucking those those dreams of yeah fifty retail stores or whatever mm -hmm. that may be in the future. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the main thing for that day is just to come out ahead. Yeah, and and that's I think what most people need to use as motivation is really chunk chunk it back for lack of a better term, but chunk it back and say, all right, well today 
this is my goal and whatever that needs to be and I think that's a big thing is motivation probably is a big thing as well and, and goal setting is a big thing even more so for business owners mm. because for an employee as I said very easy to get stuck in autopilot yeah. but it's all there for you the accountability structure is there for you there's someone always watching but the thing is, is for, for business owners is motivation yeah. and I think the visualisation is going to be a lot more apparent for most business owners mm-hmm I think they can visualize where they want the business to go. They can visualize where they want the sales targets to be. Yeah. They have a greater vision of, of where the business is going to end up yeah. because it's their business. Mm-hmm. Whereas employees, especially the thing, and it was what we were talking about before, is a lot of employees aren't actually privy to the bigger picture of where they where the owner sees the business going. Mm-hmm. Like if, you're, if your store is doing $1,000 a day in sales mm-hmm. and your boss keeps telling you well done, but mm-hmm. you don't know in the back of his, you don't know that in his own personal goals that he wants to get $3,000 a day, yeah. well, you're going to keep aiming for that $1,000 target because that's what your boss has told you good job for. That's the accountability structure. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you don't know that, well, fuck, he, yeah, good job getting 1000 but mm-hmm. he wants you getting 3000 is you're never going to work. And that's when I think the little things come in and, and setting, this comes under the accountability structure of business, mm-hmm. but of really working at, all right, I'm at 1000 but I need to get to $3,000 sales each day, mm. which gives you the motivation to, all right, go do those little things. How am I going to get to 3000 And that steps it back to the employee. But the employer, the owner as well is, all right, to get to 3000 I'm the last line of defense. So that's the thing is I need to do those things myself. Yeah. It all ties in together, really, like everything. But <laughs> It always does. It's, this is why the Fitness Times business concept is so beautiful, so simple, yet so beautiful. So I want to just just kind of summarize some of these take-homes for the listeners, the viewers on the Massive Joe Show YouTube channel if you're watching this. So what you do when nobody is watching is one of the key parts of those people who achieve success in all areas of life, but we've obviously addressed fitness, business, whether you're a business owner or an employee. Right, that goes without saying. That's the baseline. What you do when no one is there to hold you accountability is going to be the make or break. How do you ensure that you are doing what you need to do when nobody is there? How do you ensure that this personal accountability is achieved? So we've said the first thing is clarity, clarity of motivation clarity of journey, awareness, and drawing that out into visualization and drawing that out into, if you can, what it actually feels like. That's the first one. So that when your accountability is called into question, it's very easy to make the correct decision Mm. because you have clarity. The second part is understanding this black and white accountability and understanding that the gray between the black and the white is a way of you personally justifying not doing what is right or doing what is wrong. But it's binary, it's black and white, having awareness of that. And then the third part is getting into the habit piece by piece of keeping promises to yourself. And understanding that you're not going to be able to flick your fingers and go from being, as you so eloquently put it, lazy Hmm. or a person who is in the habit of breaking promises to themselves. You're not going to be able to click your fingers 
and automatically keep all the promises, there's going to be a transitional period where you're going to have to stack these wins. You're going to have to make small promises, keep them, stack it, make a bigger promise, keep it, stack it, make a bigger promise. It's going to take time to build the habit and the routine. But building that habit and that routine around keeping promises that you make to yourself ties into the personal accountability, ties into the binary concept of accountability, ties into making sure you're doing what you need to do when nobody is watching to advance yourself in whatever area of life you're trying to advance in. So for people that are here that are just looking to to go away now yeah. and want to know, all right, we talked about steps and visualization. Yep. So how do people know that they're on the right steps? How do they know that they're doing enough? How do they know that they're working towards their goals? That's a big thing. You put tests in place. Because a lot of things, I mean, we see it in the fitness industry a lot yeah. about being the hardest worker in the room. Yeah. Well, who the fuck are you comparing yourself to? There's no one else in the fucking room, mate. <laughs> but like, you don't know what I do. Yeah. I could say I work harder than you, but I don't know what you do at your it's desk. It's irrelevant. That's it's, the thing. It's comparing your fucking work ethic to someone else with completely different goals in completely different circumstances has fucking zero bearing. It's what we spoke about in episodes, literally the last episode, episode 16, focus on yourself. Mm. It's exactly what we spoke about. Mm. It has no bearing if you're the hardest worker in the room. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> you need to be making promises to yourself that you keep. Mm. That's what's important. Your personal accountability needs to be as high as it can possibly be. That's what Your think, integrity needs to be as high as it can possibly be. That's but, what's important. But that's what it means coming back to is making sure that each step, you're taking the most of each step you're taking. Though. Yeah. yeah. Because the thing is, is, you can say that you're working hard and you spent three hours in the gym, for example, yeah. or you stayed late four hours at work. Yeah. But what the fuck were you actually doing in that time? Mm. Was it black or was it white? <laughs> because like, all right, I can, I, I can sit at the gym for four hours, mm. But a lot of that time I'll spend on my phone or I'll spend fucking yep. sitting around or chatting to my mates or yep. or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. tidying up that stack of dumbbells. And mm-hmm. I'll be there for three hours, mm-hmm. but could I have done it in one hour? Or what, you know what I'm getting at here? It's the personal accountability. It's accountability. It's black or it's white. All right, like, Stay the fuck away from gray. Like, if you t- it's taking you four hours to do something that you know you should have done in one. Yeah. That's gray. Like at work. Get the fuck away from it. At work, you've just formatted an Excel spreadsheet and made it look nice and pretty. Yeah. All right, that's great. You spent fucking four hours fucking designing an Excel spreadsheet, mm-hmm. but has it actually done any productive work? Mm-hmm. You've, you've spent four hours later at work. That's yeah. the thing is going back to your boss or whoever it may be, or having a good look at yourself at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck, that was, a, that was a long day. Yeah, I just worked 6 a.m. till 10 p.m. Yep. But did you spend the last four hours of that day just fucking doing nothing? Yeah. Is, was, were those steps, were those each action you did, were they putting you closer towards your end goal? Yep. Was it black? Or was it white? (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what it comes down to. Neve, man, we have been getting some really good uptake on the Massive Joe show recently. Pretty much every episode we drop goes top 30 on iTunes, which is amazing. And thank you guys so much for your support. But we're interested in getting to number one. Mm. We want to get that number one spot, but we need you guys' help to do it. So the one thing that we ask in return, because this podcast is free, don't get it twisted. We ain't doing no sponsored ads, even though you're drinking your red, white, and boom right there <laughs> with the label right in front of the camera. 
We ain't doing no sponsorships. We ain't doing, we're not selling no advertising space for you guys. We get straight into the topics of discussion for you. And the one thing we ask in return is if you do find value from the Massive Joe Show podcast, we ask that you share it. Mm-hmm. And we ask that you share it person to person. Tell a friend, tell a family member. May you need to tune into this podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. Wherever people listen to their favorite podcasting platforms, we're there. One of the biggest things you can do, especially because Instagram stories is so hot right now, is to take a screenshot of whatever podcasting platform you're listening to right now, whether it's iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud. Take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram story. Tag at Neve Movement. Tag myself at Joseph Mencel. Tag at Massive Joes. And tell people that they need to go listen to this shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's been a really good way of getting the message out about the value in this podcast. Of course, if you've listened to this podcast and you think this episode was shit, don't share it. (laughs) We're only asking if you've listened and you found some value. And I'm sure uh, most of you have, because once again, I found some value in this episode of the Massive Joe Show. So I just want to say thank you, man. Once again, for your time, your input, your insights. Well, today was one of these episodes where we don't really know where we're going to end up. That's most episodes. But, but like, we know it's going to be good in a way. <laughs> we know it's going to be good because they're real life things that we see day to day mm. and they need to be spoken about and they need to be exposed mm-hmm. and we need to give some practical content about how to deal with them. Mm-hmm. So we hope that you guys have got that practical content out of this episode 17. Please share, spread the love around, Instagram stories, person to person, however you like to spread the love around. Big Neve. Do Thank anything, you. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Nope. Well, then that's a wrap for this episode 17 of the Massive Joe Show podcast. Until next time, where we come to him from, Neve. MassiveJoe.com. Stay massive. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Massive Joe Show. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, whether it be SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Massive Joe Show, ensure that you give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform. Until next time, we're coming to you from massivejoes.com. Stay massive.